tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! <laughs> Always. Here we go. Take me down like I'm a domino. Such an appropriate song for this episode. Hey guys, it is After Buzz TV's after show for the Royals. I'm super pumped this week. I've been waiting, 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 waiting for this episode so we can finally talk about all these secrets I've known about for a few weeks. And we can talk about um, the Royal Hangover, which I got to go to the taping of. Um, so tonight we are covering Season 2, Episode 7, Taint Not Thy Mind, Nor Let Thy Soul Contrive Against Thy Mother. Guys, I'm your host tonight, Megan Stecker, and I'm joined by my lovely ladies who I haven't seen in a few weeks. Hi, guys. Yeah. Welcome back. Hi, guys. Tracy here. Nice to be back. Hello, Christina Kaplan. I'm so happy to be back, too. Yay. <laughs> and where can everybody tweet you, girl? You can find me on Twitter at TRACIABTV or on Insta at TRACIPRO. You can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Tina Cap. And you guys can find me, Megan Stecker, on Twitter at M-E-G-A-N-S-T-E-C-H-E-R. Um, so, title, Taint Not Thy Mind Nor Let nor let thy soul contrive against thy mother. Let's bring back talking about where in Hamlet these lines are coming from. Um, this one is from Act 1, Scene 5, and kind of translates to, but however you go about your revenge, don't corrupt your mind, nor do any harm to your mother. Mm. It's kind of very appropriate for this episode with revenge. And I thought maybe this week, um, this episode kind of lends itself to walking through the events chronologically rather than going by character, which we were doing, because we know how the story bounces all over the place every 30 seconds. Um, but I wanted to start with, it seems like not that big of a deal, not that big of a scene in the beginning, but um, Jasper fantasizing about telling Eleanor he's sorry and he loves her and like, get over here, I love you, you can't keep avoiding me forever. And he keeps getting slapped by her. What is that scene setting us up for in your guys' mind? Because I was like, what is the point of this? Obviously, she's rejecting him right now. He just screwed her over again. But what do you... I feel like that was kind of important. Do you guys have any feelings on why we got to see that? I think it was just, like, him in his mind, like, thinking this is what was going to happen when he tried to talk to her. And he was, like, trying to build himself up to do it. But, like, also prepare himself for the... In inevitable rejection mm-hmm. and I think it's it was just him it was just showing that he wants to make it right and he just doesn't know how you know because mm-hmm. he cause he approached her a couple of different ways said a couple of different things so I think he just doesn't know how to do it 
Yeah, I agree with Christina. It seems like he's just playing out all the scenarios, like, but they all end the same way. So, yeah. um, guess we'll see. I think the kissing one was the best one, <laughs> and yes. then get slapped. <laughs> I like that one too. So, Weeby, it is. Yeah, in his mind, all of his attempts that he might be able to go tell her his feelings. But I I guess we'll have to wait and see. Um, so we also get to see the Countess waking the Queen up and telling her to get on with her day. And this monarchy is not going to save itself. But also... The Duchess. Excuse me, the Duchess. The Countess, <laughs> this is not the I? Real Housewives. <laughs> uh, Duchess. Uh, that's so funny. The Duchy. Yeah. Um, and to get up, because Cyrus... So she nicknames them Virus. Cyrus was all over Violet, and we've got to kind of stop that from happening in her mind. Um, we also get to see the fun scene right afterward where the queen's waking Eleanor up to go uh, go ride Charlie, her horse. Um, did you think that there was anything significant about watching the way that each of them wake their daughters up in the morning and kind of what was said? Well, yeah, I kind of like the juxtaposition of Mm -hmm. both relationships that they kind of showed us throughout the episode. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was something that we haven't seen from Helena in a while. or I don't even remember if we've actually seen that long of time where it's just her and Eleanor and she really opened up and showed her true, you know, self without being that queen, mother, cold, kind of standoffish figure that she's had to be for so long. And she kind of explained to Eleanor the reason why she, you know, mothered her the way that she did. And even though Eleanor was still kind of, you know, took it negatively at first by calling it abandonment and all that stuff, I think it was the queen kind of just showing her that she cares about her and that she didn't want her to feel the oppression that she felt from her mom. And now, and we, as the episode goes on, we learn really how bad it got for her and how the entire family's fate was on her shoulders and all of that stuff. So it was, it was definitely a nice, I, I enjoyed their scenes together tonight. And I thought that that, that's going to make a huge stride in their relationship. And I think it'll really make a big difference in future episodes cool very good yeah yeah i agree with christina i liked um i pulled up on my phone the one thing that um helena said to her daughter was i'd rather you fight your mother than be her machine Mm -hmm. and i loved that like i I wrote that down too i was Mm -hmm. like oh my god she just like summed up everything and you know why she's maybe given um her so much freedom which what she considered freedom because she was just you know which is really typical when you're doing the opposite of what your parents did because you hated it Mm -hmm. so much so it was kind of just like an insight that like we haven't had to like why she's been raising her daughter the way she has so Mm -hmm. I really I really really liked that and I love their time together I thought it was so sweet and it was just like you felt like it was a mother daughter bonding and I love that they were like I love that Charlie was a horse because she's like we're gonna go see Charlie Jones I think the name was yeah and she's like she got excited when she was just telling her mom to go to hell two seconds earlier so I was like who's Charlie and then it was a horse which I thought was amazing so very fitting for the episode so oh, it was. Yeah. Um, so before we get more into their um, day out together and this whole other side to Helena that we really haven't seen, a couple other important things happen. Um, Cyrus tells Violet he's in love with her, mm-hmm. to which she doesn't answer back anything, which was a little weird to him, I think. A little off-putting. Um, and also, 
Jasper and Liam have found a still photo of the mystery cocktail waitress who, when Liam kind of saw her get all wet at the birthday party from the sprinkler system, he remembered, that's the girl who put the domino necklace on me when I was, like, passed out in the park. He tries to stop her. She's like, no, we're being watched. I got to go. So they find the still photo of her, are able to track her down through, well, they track down someone who knows a little something about her. So they go and find Liam's friend who slept with one of the cocktail waitresses. <laughs> and she offers up the hint that this chick's working at a tattoo parlor. So all these things happen before we get to see some solid quality time between Eleanor and Helena. So getting into that. Oh, also the prime minister freaks out on Cyrus, yeah. too. Um Saying that his behavior is causing unrest. So I thought this was really setting us up for later. His behavior is causing us unrest. Um, the pound is down because he's acting so out of control. It's affecting the money flow in the country. It's affecting the economy. And um, students are threatening to riot. And she threatens him back with abolishment if he doesn't clean up his act. Um, so she wants him to show that the monarchy is back in its pretty little box. Do either of you think she actually really poses a threat to him? Or does he kind of have the power to handle her still? Yeah, he didn't look like he was very Mm -hmm. threatened. I mean, it was kind of like in one ear, out the other, and he tells her she needs to get laid. (laughs) That was (laughs) his response. A good screw or something? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good shag. I was like, okay, he doesn't care. (laughs) Yeah, I can't imagine that she can really do anything I mean I don't know I feel like she wouldn't have mentioned that if it weren't for a reason I feel like it's going to come back again this whole abolishing the monarchy thing Mm -hmm. and I feel like maybe she might try to actually put the bug in in the parliament's ear or whatever she said she was going to do but in the end I feel like doesn't he ultimately have the upper hand over her anyways right yeah. I mean, he's the king. Well, I mean, I think that's the thing. I think that that's what they're battling over, right? It's like, does the monarchy have the power? Because they're not supposed to really have the power anymore. They're kind of just supposed to be on display for everybody. But yet, they are kind of making things happen. And the queen's pushing bills through parliament. So, I think that's an exciting part of the story this year. It's kind of like, who's going to win this battle between yeah. like old school and new school? So I loved that. Um, so we do, then we get to the, to the scene where the queen is telling Eleanor that, you know, her mother wasn't so nice to her and this is why I was like this and raised you like this. And, um, you know, I'd rather you fight your mother than be her machine. So we finally get the queen's thoughts on why she is, how she is, which is so comforting that we get so much information in this episode. When you guys got finished watching the episode, were you like, Finally. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah, because I was pretty shocked. Well, I don't I don't want to jump ahead, but the whole Domino, the name mm-hmm. of Domino and why, I was like, okay, that was not what I was expecting at all. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of, I mean, I have questions about it, so I'll wait until yeah. we get to that topic. Okay. But yeah, no, like I said earlier, I really loved seeing this true mother-daughter moment with Eleanor and Helena, and mm-hmm. she really opened up to her and... And by the end of their whole scene, when they were in that little gazebo, and and Eleanor was like, you know, nobody loves me for me. They just love me for what I am or whatever Mm -hmm. she said. And then her mom said, you know, 
something that every mom, I feel like, would say. But you've never heard Helena say something like that to mm-hmm. her before. Of You know, I've always loved you for who you are. And then she hugged her. I thought that was really sweet. And it was just something in their relationship we've never seen. I don't think we've ever seen that in the show. They've right. never had that moment. Like, mm-hmm. she's had... Helena has had that moment with Liam... But she's never had that moment where she truly acted like a mother and told mm-hmm. Eleanor, Eleanor that she loved her and was proud of her and was, you know, right. always there for her. So it was nice to see that. Mm-hmm. Let's just keep diving into their scenes together. So she not only says that to her, she tells her she's sorry for sleeping with Jasper, mm-hmm. which was monumental because that she's kind of also been holding over Eleanor's head this whole time. And she admitted that she was the one that, like, forced him. Right. Which I think was big for Eleanor to hear that. Yes. And then Eleanor kind of says, no, you did it to hurt me. But it kind of was okay in Eleanor's eyes because she says, you know, Helena's trying to say, um, you know, I made a mistake. Perhaps I was wrong to try to stop, break you two up. And stop you from throwing your whole heart into him because you're at a marrying age and I don't want you to throw your future away. She's like, perhaps I was wrong. And Eleanor says, no, you weren't. So you get to see how heartbroken she is over Jasper. Do you guys think there's a chance at all for them to get back together? Or is Eleanor just so like hardened against him now forever? I think that they're definitely going to get back together. I mean, the fact that she still has so much emotion and, like, feelings towards it tells you so much. Like, she's obviously not over it. He's obviously not over it. So, Mm -hmm. and now with her mom kind of on her side, I think that's, like, a big factor. Mm -hmm. So, I think so. Yeah, I agree. After tonight's episode and and everything that um, Helena said to her about her love story and how she, you know, hasn't seen somebody look at... um, look at her like the way that Jasper looked at Eleanor she hasn't seen someone look at another woman like that or whatever since Alistair or whatever mm-hmm. I think right that's what she was alluding to since Alistair looked at her like that or yeah something. um but so I think that that is going that whole everything between them I think opened the door a little bit for Eleanor I think she's gonna start it just depends on how Jasper approaches her next about, like, what he says. And it seems like from the previews that he's going, you know, because he says, I think it was in the preview where he says it was only you, like, you're the only one. Or was that in the in the beginning when he was... That was in the beginning okay. he was getting slapped. But it, there, did you watch the preview? Um, I may have forwarded that. I it. thought there was a part in there where I Jasper, did. like opens up. It looks like he's opening up to her. So mm-hmm. I think they'll they will get together. I just feel so bad for her because it's like every single person, mm-hmm. every single person that she's ever felt any sort of love or feelings for has just screwed her over. Right. I can't and, and when I first saw her laying in that like little um, I don't know if it was the car or whatever. Yeah, the bumper car. I thought she was, like, going to die or, like, overdose or yeah. something. I'm like, oh, great. Oh, great. Like, what's yeah. going on? This is interesting. Nicholas Melendez 
Hi, Nicholas. He just tweeted, Jasper's going to die trying to protect Eleanor from Domino. So he Mm. doesn't think they're going to end up together. He thinks Jasper's going to die. That's a pretty good prediction. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I don't want them to off Jasper. I know. If we could save anyone. Save Jasper. Save Jasper and Eleanor. That's very good. Nice prediction. What's their couple name that everyone... Jaspinor? (laughs) I feel like I see that on Twitter, and I'm like... Oh, that's a terrible couple's name. Yeah. But Virus is great. I like yeah. the Violet Cyrus. Oh, yeah, virus yeah. is great. Um, I have a little tidbit on that for later. We'll, we'll save it. Um, so while all this is going on, um, the Duchess and Cyrus have tea, er, am I calling her the right thing? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wait, what did I just call her? Um, the Duchess and Cyrus have tea. And, um, she's like, ditch the bitch. Meaning, she's trying to break up this Violet and Cyrus because she doesn't want this to go too far. Um, do you guys actually think it's a good idea for her to break them up? Because I feel like it is, because Violet's too pure of heart and sweet, and she should not be swept up into this family, because I think they'll eat her alive. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like Violet is not as sweet as she oh. leads on to be. I feel like there's something... There's got to be some other ulterior motive with mm-hmm. her. I, I don't know why. Maybe maybe it is. She's just an innocent, sweet person that mm-hmm. truly wants to take care of him, but I don't know. I feel like in this family and with the the implications and everything of becoming the next queen, like, there's got to be something else, some mm-hmm. other M.O. Yeah, we found, like, all the characters have had, like, ulterior motives, mm-hmm. like, one way or another, so that definitely... Makes sense. And if she, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I don't even want to get into predictions, but yeah. I know, it's hard not to. (laughs) I know. Why don't we? Just about Violet. We'll just get it out of of the way. I feel like, is she going to come back at all? Yeah, because she never came to give him that thing. Right. Or is she off doing something ulterior motive and going to come back? You know, it's like, is she dead or... I think she's off doing something dastardly. I feel like it's literally could go either way, but only mm-hmm. those two things. Either mm-hmm. she's she just goes missing and never returns because Helena is realizes that if they get married and he dies, then she's the queen. Mm-hmm. Um, or she's going to get whatever she's going to get, which means she's probably going to tell whoever she's working with or something about some plan, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think those are the two only two options for her character at that point. I think so. Oh, well. We'll see. Um, let's dive into the meat of the episode where it gets super, super, super exciting and this was a completely different type of episode than they've ever done. So we're flashing back and forth between real time with Liam going on his little scavenger hunt, let's say, to find out who is Dominique Stewart. So he finds the uh, cocktail waitress at the uh, tattoo parlor. Instead of um, answering any questions, she just really writes down this name for him, and he has to go figure out who it is. He does a little Googling, and then he shows up at um, the door of King Simon's old Eckery. I looked up what Eckery means because he called himself an Eckery. And it means um, an officer of the British royal household who attends or assists members of the royal family. Which is exactly what his job post was. Um, so he lets, he starts telling Liam the story of how Domino, or I'm sorry, Dominique was, um, King Simon's true love. And then at the same time, we're getting to watch Ted Price show up at the house to that mystery address he was given. And it's the guy from the shadows at the museum that night. 
So they meet again. So what we're told from two different sides, actually three different sides, because we're not only seeing Dominique's brother's telling of the tale, we're seeing King Simon's guy who knows all his secrets from way back when, when they were very young men together. And then we're also seeing Helena's retelling of how she became the queen. So I just thought it was such an amazing way to tell the story and how we were getting to meet new characters. Did either of you have anything figured out as far as who Domino was and what was really happening? No. No. You were shocked. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy last week because um, we were doing predictions and Fern said, I think that Domino is a person and it's something to do with another family and revenge. And I'm sitting here and I knew because I had seen the episodes ahead, you know, and I'm like, okay, well, I can't say whether you're right or wrong, but, um, you know, we'll talk about it next week. And I was like, holy crap, she cracked the case. Like, she got it. I was wondering if any of you guys were looking at all your comments, if any of you guys had figured it out. I don't know. Nicholas is hung up Ooh, on Jasper. No, that's a good. Nicholas says he thinks Violet is the friend of the girl Cyrus got pregnant. Of, oh, um, that's what's a her name? great prediction. Prudence. 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 Yeah, that is that, a great prediction. Yeah, yes. Nicholas has some good ones. The maids are in on it together. Yes. That would make go sense. Go girls. Yeah, you go girls. And I feel like we're still not sure really if Cyrus has even slept with Violet. I was wondering if they were both trying to get knocked up to have yeah. the king's heir. Or something, oh my you gosh, know, yeah. like possibility on this show. Always a possibility. Um, but the way that this story was told and flashing back, did you guys have it figured out that when the horse ran away, she was dead? We flashed at the end to Liam getting a lot of information out of the niece. So we find out her name is also Dominique. She's named after her aunt. And she gives Liam so much more information. And it was, like, mind-boggling. I wrote it all down. She said... um, He's asking her, who's we? Who's watching? And she said, my father, her brother. So that anytime she says we, it's her and her dad are basically the only two running this domino situation, as far as we know. He said, what's going to come tumbling down? Referring to the uh, domino insignia we've been seeing everywhere. Um, she said, your family. Then she claims Domino's horse was drugged. Um, and Helena's family hosted the event, so they set the whole thing up because they invited Dominique and they were rivals. Um, and then she said, proving Domino was killed, getting justice, it's the family business. Um, crazy. This whole thing blew my mind. This was, like, so much information. I feel like there's got to be more family members in on it okay. than just them, too. Okay. And can we kind of, yeah, s- like fork off because we're still on the same path here but how about when the Dominique's brother who do we know Mm -hmm. we don't know his name right it's listed on IMDB as Jeffrey but he's not yet been called by a name okay so Dominique's brother when he's talking to Price and Mm -hmm. at the end when he finally says like oh you know it's not great to know I have an ally on the inside and then Price smiles Mm -hmm. does that mean that Price is in on getting revenge, too? I think we don't know anything yet. I think that we're left hanging. Because I was very confused by that whole situation. He's trying to imply that. He's accusing Price of killing the king and being on the inside. And Mm -hmm. but I don't I don't buy it. I don't think Price killed the king. Uh I can't see that happening Mm -mm. because so who are they accusing or who do they think killed Price's wife? Uh, What's her name? Ophelia's mom. Well, well, this man is insinuating that because 
his wife died because he was protecting the king that basically the king's family killed his wife Oh, and his and child, and the, his child had to grow up motherless, and he's like, "So you know, they've robbed you of your family, so you're kind of doing the same thing back to them. You're taking away their family." Um, but he's insinuating it all, and Price hasn't copped to anything, and I don't think that that's what's going on. I don't think that Price, yeah, killed but anyone. he also is not denying it like vehemently. Right. So it's like that's where they leave you, right. kind of like guessing. Well. He could, I, but right. he couldn't. We don't know. I think Price could be writing it out to find out Absolutely. as much information yeah. as he can. Yeah. I think that's what he's up to. I agree. He's not going to be like, no, no, it wasn't me. Like, Because right. then he's going to lose total contact with this guy who yeah. obviously knows a lot. Right. I think he wants to get in with him. And even if he does want some kind of little revenge, I don't think he had anything to do with killing Robert or Simon. Mm-mm. But I, I think, think that so we either. might get to find out who did and what's happening. That's another thing that that young girl, Dominique, um, claimed we had nothing to do with Simon or Robert's death. Yeah. So but it kind of made it strange. seem like she knew a little bit about, a little more about those deaths than just the public reading of the newspaper. Well, because you know? they think it's Price, her yeah. and her dad. Yeah. That's probably mm-hmm. why. She's like, she. they are positive that it's Price. Mm-hmm. So I think she's like, we didn't do it, and we know we didn't. And, like, you know, in her head, like, I know who did, mm-hmm. whether that's true or not. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, who did it? Oh, wow. I'm just so excited we know who Domino is yeah. and have this whole other side of the story now about the, you know, the insignia. Like, now we know what the symbol means, and now we know what the dominoes refer to you know your family's falling and there's so many answers like thank god i don't like we've never been given this many answers over a whole two seasons Mm -hmm. let alone in one episode i know in like a 20 minute time span was was about time i know that's (laughs) how i feel um well let's skip over to um the queen gets told by her lovely mother that um, you spent your day in the wrong place. You should have been hanging out here in the palace because I was digging around and I found out that Cyrus has picked out an engagement ring to give Violet. And she said, thanks to your succession, Bill, she'll be the next queen when Cyrus dies. And then she says, I'm not close to you because you are my daughter. I'm close to you because you're the queen. Yeah. And immediately walks off to go. Uh, hang out with Violet. Oh my God. She is cold blooded. Cold blooded. So honestly, this said more to me in this scene about the queen needs to watch her back and take care of Violet more than like the mother daughter relationship. Yeah. In this one. Yeah. Yeah. Think so. Okay. We're all on the same page. Okay. I think Violet better watch her back. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Or she's already. (laughs) Or she's already dead. Yeah. I mean that poor girl. Oh, my goodness. All right. What else do we not talk about? Mm, 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 mm. All right. So, Jeff, going back to um, the conversation with Ted and Jeffrey, um, he said that uh, it destroyed his family's credibility and they lost all their money trying to prove something happened to their daughter, um, which would make sense why the daughter slash niece of Domino said it's the family business to find out all that stuff. Um, at the same time, Helena is telling Eleanor all about, well, my true love, and I lost out on my true love, and I had to save my family by marrying your father because it was the only way to help us out of all of our money problems from Black Friday, from when we went into a recession. Um, do you guys think that this is her side of the story, and she left out the domino stuff on purpose? 
or Domino really wasn't like she wasn't worried about this Dominique girl back in the day. I think it could have been her mom. Mm-hmm. I mean, but they're positive it was Helena, but I'm like, maybe her family had something to do with it, but I don't think she personally did. So I think that the story that she's telling is actually true. Okay. Because, you know, she, I mean, it seems like the most honest she's ever been. And so mm-hmm. she's like, and then I was forced because my parents made me and I right. was the most, I had to marry the most eligible bachelor of, you know, the universe. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think it was maybe her family, not necessarily her. Okay. I agree. I think that her mom was the one that drugged the horse. Okay. I had the same feeling. (laughs) I mean, mean, we're not 100% sure the horse was drugged because they said when they tested the horse, it was too late and the body, the system was clean. So, but I feel like the horse was drugged. She was thrown from it and it probably was the queen's mother, not Helena that did it. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, so at the end of the episode, Violet is missing. Uh, the queen comes in and says she's the friggin' maid when Violet's missing. Um, and Violet never shows up. So instead of giving this nice little address he had planned. He was going to tell them that he had cancer, right? Or what was, because we didn't know exactly what he was going to well, say. She, yeah, right. But she was kind of like, just level with the people. Let them know, like. You know what you're going through. Show your nice side a little bit, um, but that didn't work out. So, <laughs> yeah. so he gives kind of a whole gloom and doom uh, speech that was a little scary to watch. Um, and then at the same time, Liam comes back from having all of his information um, that he's uncovered, and Eleanor is looking through a photo album, and fo- so he had the old photo of his dad and Dominique together. And finds in the photo album Eleanor is looking through the other half of the photo, and it's Helena giving side eye to the two of them. So it's either letting us know that, yes, she definitely thought Dominique was a threat and this she was in on it, or, or led to believe... I think she was just miserable with the whole situation. Mm-hmm. She wants wanted to be with Alistair. I think yeah. that it was her mom that was forcing her into this. And so I think that she really didn't care that Simon wanted to be with Dominique. I think that it was the mom that was forcing this situation upon her the whole time. Mm -hmm. So for her, like, she probably would have been happy if they would have ended up together because then at least she could have been with her true love. True. That's what I feel. Mm -hmm. I feel like the fact that she's sitting there telling her daughter, like, all we needed was a pebble. And that's all I wanted. Like, it just seemed very raw and real. Mm -hmm. And so I just, I I don't think it. she could have had anything to do with, you know, the death or that she even wanted to be with Simon at that point. Mm -hmm. And I think it was just kind of they both obliged. Like, he obliged and she obliged. So Mm -hmm. they were together. I thought it was weird that she never used Alistair's name when she kept talking about, like, the boy I was in love with. Um, So I was wondering, like, wait. Is there a whole other guy that she was with? was And then she took Alistair as a lover, like, when she first got married? Like, I I was like, whoa, hold on. Who is this guy? Because she never used his name. Right. I thought the same thing. I wonder. Yeah, I don't... That's what I thought. And then you said, I'm like, oh, I must have missed it. Yeah, I didn't think that at all, but that's a good point. Mm -hmm. I didn't... I mean, I didn't really just... I guess I I knew she didn't say the name, but I didn't put Mm -hmm. much weight in it. No, but you could be true. right. Yeah, I just, I, yeah, I didn't, since she wasn't saying a name, yeah. I was like, yeah. is this someone new? <laughs> right. I thought she was doing that because she still thought he was dead at that time. 
right? No, no, no. no she, she knows knew... he's alive now. Okay. Yeah. So maybe that's episode. maybe that's what it was then, is that she knows that he's alive, and so she doesn't didn't want to say anything because she wanted to protect him, because mm-hmm. she doesn't know what's going to happen yet, I guess. Okay. I don't know. It could be either one, right? Yeah. Ah, either one. I'm, like, wondering if somebody new is going to show up a little later in the season <laughs> and be like, Helena, I've always loved you. Now that Simon's dead, let's Here's run away. <laughs> I'm still only a farmhand, but... Oh, um, funny. Um, at the same time, I thought it was really weird. Ted goes into the arc. It looks like he's in the archives, like, somewhere in the basement, looking through stuff that looks like old library shelves. And he finds... It looks like some kind of a royal invitation, and it has huh. Dominique's name on it. And I couldn't figure out... I kept pausing it, but every time I paused it, it was kind of that... It looks like an invitation to you. Yeah, that's what I did. I thought it looked like records, like okay, information, like pages about her. Oh, because I only rewound it once and just to see what it said. Because I read the top and I forget what it said, but I didn't think invitation. And then I saw her name at the bottom, so I was like, oh, maybe it was like the royal records of this girl. Because I'm sure. If you have any sort of contact or, like, relationship with the king or queen or anyone, they probably keep record of it, don't you think? And they would have mm-hmm. fancy records. You're right. It did, yeah. to me, look like an invitation, but you're right. I mean, they're not going to have, like, regular. Yeah. So you're right. It could have been just, like, the records that he was looking at. I don't know. But I did think invitation because it was kind yeah. of fancy and it t- was tied. It had something tied on it. Yeah. It? It, well, it had, like, a like a crown symbol at the top. Mm-hmm. So maybe this is just the royal records. Letterhead stationery yeah. that they would type anything on gosh i wonder yeah so maybe they had her family investigated because simon hung out with her and was in love with her maybe this was all of the information that they had on her and her family and yep and that is kept as part of security records gosh that's so crazy i wonder Ooh, i hope we get to see next week what it was and what it says um Jasper also noticed this is another thing we're left hanging with. Jasper notices someone walk by uh I believe it's Eleanor. It looks like it's Eleanor's door. He's watching security camera footage. It looks like Eleanor from a like a bird's eye view camera goes into her bedroom, shuts the door, and a man walks past her door in the other direction that she had just come from. It's the opposite direction and just keeps walking. But something about that makes Jasper rewatch it. And then get on the cell and say, what time did the king go out that night or get back that night? I, I think forget. it was what time did he come Did he come arrive back? Steps, yeah. Okay, did he arrive back? So I have no idea what that was about. Do you guys have any idea who that man could have been or why he's worried about where Simon was when? I don't know. I have no idea. Because they gave us, it was such a flash, like we barely saw yeah. anything. So it's hard to really... Mm-hmm. Guess who it was. I don't know. It could be anyone. I don't know either. Yeah, I have no idea. Ugh. I hate that we found out so much, and then at the end of the episode, we just get like a dump of, oh, guess what? You still don't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ugh. thank you. No. I just don't know what we're being set up for. Yeah. Any clues? Any, you guys it's have any ideas? It's got to be a pretty big, pretty big twist, I can, ima- I can only imagine. Oh, my goodness. So, that's everything that happened, I think. Um, why don't we do predictions? Your After Buzz TV predictions. Ooh, I like that short one. (laughs) Um, so what we do get to see for next week from the end of the episode, uh, for the promo for next week, Simon looks like he's a hot mess, like he's been on a bender or he's really upset. Um, and Violet must still be missing. Wait, you mean Cyrus? 
Sorry, who did I say? Simon. Simon. Oh, oh my god, wait, Simon. Dead. Sorry, Simon comes back. I'm thinking. Oh, no. <laughs> so many characters. <laughs> um, so Cyrus is upset, wondering where Violet is because he's having a conversation with Ted Price, and Ted's like, "What makes you think the Queen did it?" So probably Violet's still missing. Um, Price tells Liam he he needs to know the truth about Simon's stabbing. Um, we don't know what that... Or you need to know the truth. But then we see um, a quick shadow figure of, like, Simon getting stabbed. So they're insinuating that he needs to know the truth about the, the murder. Um, Eleanor is protecting a battered Imogen. So Imogen is back from two episodes ago where she was at the birthday party. And she looks like an entire side of her face is beat up and swollen. Um, and then we also see Ted Price's wife come back as a ghost, um, haunting him again. And what she says is people kill people all the time around here, don't they? Yeah. So predictions for next week based on all that. I don't know. We don't really know a lot about this Imogen girl, right? Mm, just just that she's gotten out of rehab and we met her boyfriend, um, who I think is Russian based on what he was speaking to one of Liam's friends in the last episode. Um, and that also it seems like they don't have, that they have a bit of a, an abusive relationship based on what he verbally said to her and the way he grabbed her. So yeah. that's all we know. So obviously, or we're assuming that he's the one that made her face all bruised and swollen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just wondering... I, it, it can't be good for Eleanor. I feel like anytime there's any sort of situation like this, it's just, it always ends badly for her. I think she's going to try to take care of her and try to help her. Mm-hmm. But I'm worried that this guy, maybe her boyfriend or some someone else, whatever, is going to come and Eleanor will get like caught in the crossfires, maybe. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Tracy's um, like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I what I'm really interested to find out is how Cyrus's speech like backfires, okay. or like that's what his speech to me was just so. I literally I was so confused because I was just watching it and he started talking and I'm like, wait, what? And I just rewind and I'm like, who's he talking? Like this is really the speech he's giving to like the people, right? So I can't wait to see. I mean, how if the abolishy does get like or the monarchy does get abolished, um. Mm-hmm. I think something's gonna, he's gonna get a lot of backlash for what he did. So maybe that's why he's drinking himself to death. I don't know. I mean, obviously Violet's still missing. I don't have any predictions on that because I really have no idea. We already said either she's dead or she's um, gone. But yeah, I just, I think there's gonna be some major, um, major punishments for him. Okay. My prediction is, okay, Violet's gonna be missing for the rest of the season, if not forever. What? I think so. Um, I think that Eleanor is going to get a big confidence boost out of saving Imogen in some way. Maybe she'll, like, give her a job at the palace or, like, let her stay there as, like, a sister figure. Maybe, because I feel like they have, like, a real sisterly bond. Maybe they're bringing Imogen back to kind of cut Eleanor a break. She's nothing but heartache involving men and has no female friends. So maybe that's why we're bringing her back into the mix. Um, gosh, and Price's wife haunting him again, I think must have something to do with Price wanting to tell Liam about, he knows something very important about Simon's murder. I don't think he did it, but I think he might know who did it, and he wants Liam to know something. Whether he tells Liam the truth or not, I don't know. 
Those are my predictions. But with the last few minutes that we have, yay, let's talk about the after show that Maria hosted, um, The Royal Hangover. So this was such a special episode that E! aired um, a after show on the network, which normally they just do one online. Um, hosted by someone else, but Maria hosted this one as a special episode, and she was so kind enough to let me come with her um, and hang out, and they did, like, a whole little research packet for her to help her out, and, like, I felt like a dum-dum, because when I got to the studio, she had this huge professional binder of, like, all the research that the E people had given her, but it was awesome, and she was just making sure, like, with me that she was, like, pronouncing things right, and, like, she's like, oh, my gosh, and, like, we're talking about storylines and stuff, so that was awesome, and then, um... Maria and Alex were getting their makeup done in the um, the makeup room together, and so I was like sitting next door, like Maria's uh, dressing room, just like waiting for the production to begin because they weren't ready yet. And it was just so cool. I'm like, oh my god, like the princess is here, just like hanging out with Maria Menounos, like so cool. <laughs> um, but that was cool. And then what else happened? So I got to sit off stage um, for the whole taping, and actually, Alex is really tall. She's really she's really? a lot taller than I thought, um, and Jake's shorter than I thought. Um, but they were both super cool and really nice. And um, I got to talk to Mark afterward. He was super nice, and Maria was so cool to be like, "Mark, this is Megan. She does Royals at After Buzz. Like, you've got to come." So we are trying to book Mark Schwan for you guys. Um, I do have his contact info, so we'll be reaching out. Um, gosh, what else happened? Eee, so awesome. That's so fun. Um, I don't know. Do you guys have any questions about what, what went down there? What you happened? said something about you were going to tell us later. Oh, about Violet. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, Jake, who plays Cyrus, mentioned um, they were he and Mark were talking about how the fact that he was, like, falling for the actress who plays uh, Violet, who is Keely. And... Um, they told, like, a really funny story. Well, you guys got to see it on the after show, how he accidentally, like, smashed her with a fake glass. Like, he was supposed to throw a glass into the fireplace, and it was a fake fake one made out of sugar, but he accidentally, like, threw it right at her, and it, like, shattered all over her. I think they cut out the part where <laughs> she thought, like, in real life, she thought that she had been hit with real glass. Oh. Because they didn't tell her it was, like, a fake glass and she was like horrified it was like one of their first scenes together on day one or something and she was like horrified and he's like it was just sugar darling like calm down <laughs> oh my gosh what else that's happened that's so funny but he did he, like Jake told Mark Schwann like in real life off on the side one day like oh my god I'm following for Kate like Jake is he's like oh I'm really following for her and Mark's explaining to him like well yes like that's what's happening Cyrus is falling for this like you know, pure soul, and she's, like, a, a lovely spirit in his life, and it's, like, a balance that he needs, and he's, like, no, like, I, like, Jake, I'm falling for Keely, and he's, like, everyone in the, um, on the set was, like, in love with her, and he said she did a great job for us, so I'm, like, oh, okay, like, is she gone, like, was that just her few episodes, and she's gone forever, Ooh. but they've wrapped the whole season, so yeah. he could mean she was in the whole season and she did a good job for us. I don't, yeah. you know, I don't know. Interesting. They mentioned, they they had someone ask, um, I think it was like an audience question or, I forget if this got cut out because they taped for an hour and a half, but obviously it's, it gets cut into a half an hour show. Um, someone asked, did it air? Gosh, I know I just watched it last night and I can't remember now if it aired or got cut about Mandy, the Mandy Samantha character coming back. Maybe it got cut out. Okay. Um, but Mark said, like, 
oh, she did a good job for us, but she won't be back this season, but maybe next season. So mm-hmm. we won't see that character reappear for the rest of the season. So I guess she made off with the diamonds and made her hot money and oh. and Jesper stayed. Got it. That's mm. a good tidbit. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What else happened? I don't know. I got to take a photo with them, which was so nice of them. Nice. Um, gosh. We have to get some of them in here. That's, like, I know. what I'm rooting for. It would be so nice to get in the next couple weeks. So hopefully we can do that. Yeah. I didn't get to talk to any of them one-on-one because they were kind of wrapped before the whole show was wrapped. So they got to, like, quickly leave and be escorted out. And so, But at least I got to talk to Mark. And I was like, Mark, come do After Buzz. He was like, great, no problem. Let me just put my contact info on your phone. So hopefully we'll get him in here for you guys. Yeah. So exciting. They did lots of shots on that show I saw. Oh, like yeah. they had fun. <laughs> oh, yeah, doing the shots. It was funny because Maria, they were like, you I have to do one because you messed up the game. <gasps> that, that was, was fun. So funny. Good times. Yay. Well, that was fun. And hopefully maybe we'll get to do, like, E will air more after shows and we can all go with Maria and sit in the audience and yeah. meet the cast. Maybe Jump on stage. I know. Photo like, <laughs> <Hey>. bomb. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for watching again this week. This was a mother of an episode, and I can't wait for next week because uh, Alexandra did mention that next week's episode was one of her favorites. Oh, nice. Um, so next week should be a monster as well. Ladies, where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram or Twitter at Tina Cap. And you can find me on Insta at T-R-A-C-I-P-R-O or on Twitter at T-R-A-C-I-A-B-T-V. And you guys can find me, Megan Stecker, on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. It's all at Megan Stecker. It's spelled M-E-G-A-N-S-T-E-C-H-E-R. Bye, guys. See you next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. Okay. Is not buzz you later anymore? I guess not. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.